information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air Yeah And there's screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Come on. Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Corey Milosha Sports Talk We are live, it is a Monday Jemory Lachey is in the studio 888-346 9144 is the number you want to call in. We will move fast. It is Monday. It is. It's Monday. Uh, I hope everyone had a good Easter or a good harvest day or whatever you celebrated uh, through that time. I know you did some things, right? You, you didn't go out, did you? No, I did not go out. <clears throat> Just hung Watch around time. the fam, did some church, watched some basketball. Went to um, church? Yeah, I went to church. Okay. Is that the only time you go to church? No. no I'm, I'm asking you. I'm asking that. It's more so a general question because I know – <laughs> when people go to church on Easter. Oh yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's when, the only time though. Yeah, that's when you got to get a ticket early, <laughs> otherwise it's sold it's out. Packed. Yeah, um, but no, that's not the only time. But <laughs> it is. Some people don't go to church all time. year. Then Easter come and they in church, <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, I, I think all my stuff would be washed away if I go to church during Easter. Right? Maybe you had a good this, Friday. This will take me up for the year till yeah. next year. Till next time. <laughs> There's no communion though. Uh, no, they might have did a little bit something. But welcome to the show. There is a big game tonight. Before we get to that big game, we talk about Kentucky for for a second or two. Um, it is opening night for the Diamondbacks. MLB starts. Diamondbacks will be playing the San Francisco Giants. Um, we're gonna try to get down there tonight. Oh yeah. Or just get in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Might go to one of the spots over on on the Third Street. Jefferson third, coach's corner. Um, but let's start. The 38, chasing the 40 and 0. Kentucky was chasing 40 and 0. They went 38 and 1. They lost to Wisconsin. Great game. Uh, I don't think most of the population gave Wisconsin any chance. But if you haven't watched Wisconsin play, you haven't seen uh, Kaminsky, what those guys were doing, and Decker, what those guys were doing throughout the tournament. And what I like about the, the NCAA, the 64-team um, tournament, um, one, you do sometimes you have to play yourself in. You might have that extra game. It's a tournament before the tournament. But when you get down to a Wisconsin and a Duke, uh, I'm sorry, a Wisconsin and Kentucky plan, when you get down to that, these teams don't face each other on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's hard to – it's not like you playing a team in your conference. I think I had this conversation. It's not Kansas and Kansas State. Well, Kansas State would beat KU if they was the worst team, or ASU would beat U of A even if they the worst team because these guys are familiar with each other and they know each other, so they play each other, you know, at least twice, at least twice a year, and not even counting the uh, the conference uh, championships or playoffs that you have to go through at the end of the season. That's not the case with the 64 tournament. I mean, bracket-wise, you may be able to get into it and luckily get into it and play a familiar foe, but when you plan. When it's the Wisconsin Badgers and the uh, Kentucky Wildcats, they don't have a familiarity with each other. Yeah. But you think, but you, so now we make our we make our judgments and of who's been the best team all year, but in their conference, we're not having to play each other, and that's been Kentucky going thirty eight and oh at that point until they play, met up with uh, Wisconsin. Do you think, Demery, that? Kentucky should have lost the game. Not try to lose a game, but they've had some scares. And it's great to go chase that um, chase history. It's great. It was right there in your face, so they should have got it. So the question is kind of uh, tongue in cheek, but what would it help? I should say, not think they should have lost, but do you think it would have helped if they lost the game? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And just to get that feeling, to say that can't happen again, right? But it's also a great deal where you win in every game because that way you got that winning feeling each and every game you're going into. Uh, but at the same time, I think it's a better feeling. You get a better hunger, definitely, if you take a loss um, during the regular season or even in a conference tournament, especially something like that late in the conference tournament. 
at least, you know, it's like, okay, all we, only thing we have left is the NCAA tournament, so let's just win out the way we did in the regular season. So, yeah, getting a loss earlier definitely would have benefited loss, a young team like Kentucky. Should that loss have taken place during regular season or during the, uh, during the conference I would I would rather have it um, taken in regular the season. conference playoffs. Getting ready the, for the NCAA? Yeah, getting ready for the NCAA because that's that last push. You get that last bit of hunger because, you know, the NCAA basketball season, it's a long season. Yeah. It's a very long season. So you kind of lose that motivation, that hunger, you know, throughout the season. Kentucky did it the best. You know, they they went 30, what, 31-0? I mean, they, they did it better than anyone right. this season in basketball. And then went through the conference tournament. If you take a loss then, it rejuvenates you going into the tournament. It, you, you refocus. Know, you get exactly. refocused from the and, – and it's a good thing to go 40 to know because that's something no one can ever take away from you unless there's some violations, which I don't think Calipari is going to get into violations. And speaking of, he's going into the Naismith Hall of Fame. Congrats. As, yeah, congrats. But I think it was him. As, as I'm watching the game, you watch the game. Mm-hmm. As I'm watching the game, I'm like, why are they not getting the ball inside? Why are they taking these jumpers for no reason? How you leave a guy from Wisconsin wide open behind an arc? We, we know these guys can shoot. Mm-hmm. They're not going to beat you getting inside against those trees that Kentucky has. But why would you leave um, – why would you get the ball offensively, Kentucky? Why wouldn't you get the ball down low to your big man who shoots 85% from the free throw line if he doesn't make the shot but definitely will get fouled? You talking about Towns? Towns, yeah. That's the, that's the go-to yeah. guy. Get towns it to him. Was, yeah. But, I mean, it was difficult to give him the ball when Willie Collistein, I mean, he just faded. I, I didn't even know at times he was even on the it, court. Yeah. I'm like, where is he at? You know, I think he finished the game, what, five points, two points? I like think he was watching Five rebounds? Yeah, he shouldn't have two points at was, was the Was the light too bright for him? I mean, especially with him being like a, what, what was he, a junior? Right. And, you know, he's been tearing the tournament up. He gives Carl, that Carl Town, Carl Anthony Towns, he gives him that one-on-one matchup down low because, because you have to worry dominance. about, yeah, you got to worry about him rebounding. But, you know, they, they kept him in check. I think uh, Nigel Hayes did a tremendous job dealing with him. Uh, that was number 10 for, for the uh, Badgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's a, he reminds me of a Draymond Green without, you know, probably can't shoot as well as Draymond Green can, but... I mean, he's a scrapper. You know, he's he's gonna he's not the tallest, he's not the quickest, he's not the biggest, but he will battle you the whole game. And he took Collestein out the game. He was too physical for him, or the other way around with Towns. I mean, Towns did his thing. He did what he had to do. Um, but yeah, the, the fading of Collestein, I think, really uh, did not benefit. It didn't help Carl Towns as much because you know once he touched the ball in the paint, it was easier to double team or just to throw a quick hedge and. You know, interact with Towns' one on one dominance that he usually that he's used to all season. And when all the uh, basketball aficionados uh, were saying <laughs> they were not, they was not taking Kentucky, the world thought it was crazy. Outside of who your team was, everybody thought it was crazy mm-hmm. because and I and I and I go back to what I said. You're dealing with some kids under the different circumstances. You're dealing with under pressure. When you get into NCAA, it's not you can lose in a regular season and you can still be the best team in college fo- basketball. You can lose in the um, championship game, not the NCAA championship game, but even your conference championship game, and still move on to win a national championship. Right. And the NCAA, during this madness of March, you can't lose a game or you're out. It's one and done. That changes the pressure of what these kids have to go through. And it should have been pressure because we talked about why Townsend couldn't get off or why the ball wasn't going down low because some guys just didn't show up for Mm -hmm. Kentucky. And I think – Calipari, who's going into the Naismith Hall of Fame as a coach, he should have made a point to get that ball down low. That should have been my only effort, especially when I had a five-point lead uh-huh. with two minutes and 39 seconds left or 36, 36 seconds left. I would have made a point to get down there. I wouldn't have been slowing the game down, but we would have used that clock, got it down low, get it, put it in town's hands. Either he gets fouled, he makes a shot, we live and die that way, especially with that lead. And he goes to the line and he hits – even even if he hits once and two, but you can't leave uh, Wisconsin guys like Decker wide open. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know you how. I don't even know why you felt like you had to go down low into the paint when they have a good passing big man for Wisconsin, and they get the ball back out. He knocks down a three. It looked like the three was a layup. It was so easy. Mm-hmm. It looked so smooth. But I thought if you got the ball down to, if you got the ball down to Towns with that type of lead with two and a half minutes left. You might find yourself victorious in that game. 
That's a great that's a greater chance than shooting those jumpers that you didn't need. Mm-hmm. There's a greater chance if you if your guys will show up. The light couldn't have been too big. You go to Kentucky. But when you're running through teams all year, and that's why the question was is would it have been great better if they would have lost somewhere during the season? Probably probably doing not even so during the season, because they was regular season champs. But I think the conference champ would have been in good point where they lost that game or it came real close to the wild. Maybe going to overtime so they know this is the feeling we don't want to have when it comes down to an NCAA tournament. Yeah, because they were looked at as the greatest basketball team in college basketball history to go down as one of the great teams. UNLV would have been one, Duke. UNLV, Duke, uh, Georgetown. Georgetown. No, I don't know Kansas because I think Duke beat Kansas. To, uh, for to get him his first national championship. Well, we're talking about one of the greatest teams yeah. assembled in this modern day era that I've seen. You know, since the beginning of the season, I remember me and you was talking. Like, this is probably the best team I've seen put together on the court so young. I told you, they have no reason to lose. Right, and they, they, had have, a sec- no they have a second nothing team. to lose. They did. They have a second team. And unfortunately, it, but it's, I guess it's not unfortunate because a lot of these guys, they might got four pros over there. They got four guys. They got three going, and they got one going in the lottery. Oh, they got a couple going in the lottery. And, but they're gonna re, well, they're gonna regroup. They're not. They probably won't go undefeated next year. No. Um, during a regular season or during a conference championship, but they're gonna be right there again. But they have a lot of. They have a lot of guys uh, leaving from this Kentucky team. Yeah, they have. They have some lottery picks. They have some first rounders, and, and like you said, we stated this earlier. I watched them beat Kansas with their second team. Mm-hmm. Now Kansas is not all that great. Now a lot of people say, a lot of people say this, and to Kansas defense, I'm not defending Kansas in this aspect. This is not a Kansas year. This is not a Kansas team. Uh, self is going through this with these guys and that guy. I'm not defending that. When you are basketball school, you reload. Yeah. You don't. You don't say we having a down year. Basketball schools don't have a down year. Their down years not winning, getting in the Final Four, but you should have guys. Being able to come back to sustain that basketball school mentality, or or come back and have a greater recruiting class than the next one, like Calipari does, like uh, Patino does, like Krzyzewski does, mm-hmm. like uh, Roy Williams. You know, he got his team. Like Bo Ryan. Bo Ryan. Bo Ryan. <laughs> <clears throat> there was there was some nonsense. There was some nonsense that was talked about last week about Bo Ryan that he only recruits white players. I thought that was dumb. What? I thought that was dumb. You know, some schools. Um, you know, you could. You can dig deep into it, but I don't think that's the case. I it's think not. I think that's where players want to go. I think People, the academic yeah, level you, is like Stanford. Some you, you either can get in, you can't get out, mm-hmm. get in, and then you can say that's a form of whatever you want to call it, just to keep certain players out. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's the case. You can have and want. You can have whoever go to your school go to that school as long as you can qualify. Well, think about it. Let's, let's be stereotypes <clears throat> now, right now, since that's the the topic of discussion. You stereotype a type of player. Um, that you know Duke is not going to recruit, but Ryan's like, heck, I'll take you. Uh, you know, you you you're a big boy. You're probably not as fast as Carl Anthony Towns, and mm-hmm. you know the type of game those kids like to play. You know, Wisconsin those, is a high educated uh, academic school. It is like you have to qualify. You there's some guys that can go to that can go to I won't say Georgetown, but there's some guys that can go to certain schools right. that can't get in Wisconsin. Right, but you you go with flying colors in other schools. Like so that's not, yeah, Kentucky, but that's not that's not to say Wisconsin or the mother schools don't have a high academic standard. It's just here's what here's our standard right here. Mm-hmm. To just to get in the door, right? It's not it's not being a C student either. Is you got to have your. This is why they changed the ACTs and the SATs with uh, your grade point average. Mm-hmm. No, it's just it, it's just like even with a kid like Sam Decker, I think he could play anywhere in the country, mm-hmm. but. During that time process of recruiting, I mean, where his game is now, where it started out before his freshman year, you know, he he was not the Sam Decker as he is today. Right. He was not a household name. Same as Frank Kaminsky, Frank the Tank. Was Frank a senior? He's a yeah, he's, he's a, senior a senior this year, and uh, that pays off. But when he came in as a freshman, I mean, the, you know, he couldn't even. They say he couldn't even walk a straight line. He was so clumsy. Right. And four years, but pays that's off. what Bo Ryan. That's the way he recruits. He's going to recruit a guy who wants to be there for four years. You don't see a lot of, you know, young, like what you said, like he doesn't recruit black kids. You I, don't I, see, don't, you don't I didn't see say that. that. I said that was a stupid conversation yeah, yeah, to yeah. have. I'm not saying you said it, but oh, okay. I'm just saying the topic at hand. And you see these younger, I mean, black kids, they want to come in, showboat, 
you know, be the man, be the That's be the guy. Look at the kid from West Virginia, <laughs> the freshman. I mean, he got the talk of trash. Uh, Kentucky about to be thirty six and one. He poured, yeah. He, he was a little. He was a few weeks early, but. Uh, yeah. You know, that's just the type of mentality that those, you know, that they bring to the table where you can develop a guy like Sam Decker, Kaminsky, my cousin Trayvon Jackson on the squad. He mixed, but you know, <laughs> Trayvon, yeah, yeah. I mean, but he he went there for better reason because he knew he got recruited by Ohio State and everything, but he didn't want to. He wanted to be a part of a team. He wanted to go somewhere where he could develop his game. So then, by the senior after his last year. It could be a discussion about him going to the NBA, not get buried under a bench at Ohio State because they talk you up as being the man when you go there, but then recruit over you, you right. know, at your same position. Then but they you turn you into there to say they what happened you to you. Exactly. And a lot of teams, a lot of schools do that. And, and a lot, the schools that used to do that a great deal, and it was okay for players to go there, and they wanted to, even though they know they weren't playing their, their first year, or maybe not even their second year, was football wise, USC. USC's recruit, they used to have. Guys go pro oh, just yeah. from there watching pro scouts coming to watch practice. They used to have that a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you talking about basketball, you like the, like uh, what was it? What was the name? Davin, Davin over at West, uh, West Virginia. You talking about guys like that? I want you to have that swagger, but I want you to have oh, to make Dax, some sense. Yeah, Dexter Miles. Dexter, yeah. I want you to have that swag and that confidence because you should have you there too. Hey, hey, yeah, but absolutely. You are, that was a freshman playing against some other freshmen. So why why shouldn't he? You obviously he's seen them in all American games. They they know each other by playing across the country with each other, or against each other. You should have that type of sweat because you believe in your team. Right. But a freshman shouldn't be the one to say it. Right. A freshman shouldn't be the. You go out there and play ball and let that. And then you tell everybody. Well, I knew they'd be thirty six and one at this point because we had a better team. We saw that they don't play mm-hmm. in certain points of the game. That's yeah. where they lost themselves to sleep. And then you beat them, and then you say something like that. You right. just don't you don't add to the best team in the country who probably can beat a pro team. Yeah, and they just they the second. So they, many other teams got tired of hearing that. Right, and that's the second tallest team in the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm counting NBA players. Mm-hmm. And I'm counting NBA guys. Any NBA team would destroy that Kentucky team. <clears throat> you say destroy the, the Knicks will destroy that Kentucky team. No, nah, I be guarantee it'd be a good game. The Knicks, I, and I say that the I Knicks say that. would. With Carmelo Anthony, are you kidding me? Carmelo's not playing. We're talking about the these years, this Knicks. <laughs> Come on, we're talking Carmelo. about these Knicks. We're talking about them pro guys that's still young, too. Remember now, okay. I, hear you, I, hear we, I hear what you're saying. Remember that some of these NBA players, they were in college last year. So you you talking about some freshmen and sophomores. Yeah, we're talking about Clay Anthony Early, who put up 30 against Kentucky last yep. season against the Harrison Twins. And he would probably who, do the same thing. Who couldn't even burn clock up in New York. But put him against... Kentucky, come on, man! I think Them NBA I, guys, you know how they. I know how they. They, they, they um twenty four seconds to get the shot off, twenty four seconds to defend, not thirty five, not playing zone defense. Kentucky wasn't. That's, Kentucky that's would get murdered team. by any team in the NBA. I think, Enough I, of that. I, talk. I don't think they get. They'll I don't get think they get murdered. I don't think they get. Who murdered. the worst team in the NBA? I don't know. I will take them <laughs> over Kentucky. No disrespect best to Kentucky. Five, best out of five, you take get, the NBA get team. Get those kids at Kentucky about four more, three more years. No, you don't. You give them three years. Because the same, you give them three <laughs> yeah, more yeah, months. Yeah, give them a couple the, months. Because right. the same players that in the NBA was in college last year. Mm-hmm. So you, all it was was a three months difference. <laughs> yeah, I, I just say that too. I said, there's no way you give me the worst NBA, the worst professional team, and give me the best college team that dominated. I said, the college team would never win. No. I just say that. But we, we're not talking back then. We're talking, you look at these guys now, all of them guys are pros, but they don't know the pro level yet. They got to get into get them three months. It's the same thing. It's not, it's which the means same. the same thing. Again, uh, what you saying, like Kentucky, just because they, they just played against those guys I'm last year, of the they worst. get a whole year under their belt, though, those guys who go to the NBA. Yeah, they got so some that's, different coaching, different tutelage. They got some different uh, just knowledge. Knowledge of the just game. Just a little bit knowledge. Motivation. Yeah. But I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. <laughs> of course, everybody would I would like to, to see it. Like um, besides the NBA like the players, tennis. <laughs> like the, the female against the male in tennis. Come on, sports talk. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back, talk a little bit more sports. Michelle, we and Tiger. I'll watch that. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? 
have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Welcome back to Sports Talk. Demi in the studio. We are back. We're talking. We left off saying there's no way possible that the best collegiate basketball team can beat the worst NBA team. In this day and time, I would like to see that. You, we, you went off the air talking about Michelle, we and Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. You would like to see it, but you don't expect her to beat win. No, not at all. Maybe now. What about Annika Sorstein? And golf when she was dominating. Oh, remember? About, remember uh, oh no, maybe her and Phil, her and Tiger <laughs> d- during that time. And they, and they as much friend. as her Annika was a real good friend. Yeah, as much yeah, as she dominated, as much she, she dominated, she played fourteen of uh, Tiger was rounds and she probably win twelve of them, ten to twelve of them. That's domination, mm-hmm. but she's playing from you know the tee box is different, but it all it's all relevant. She'll be playing within her distance, and he'll be playing within his distance. It's all relevant. That's why you got a tee box according to your skill set. I would like to see mm-hmm. the worst NBA team against the college, and, and I don't want it to be an exhibition game. I want it to be a real game, like you playing game. for yeah, you playing for real. An exhibition game, nobody's taking it serious. Nobody wants to get hurt. I would rather have be a the real NBA game. team would not take it serious at all. You are you, you they will take it serious. The NBA team? That's the same thing, you know, when they I don't mean, take, take it serious, but it's it, man. They will take it serious the same way the US the United States teams take it serious when they go play these teams. And when they don't, we see what happens. We used to have our college guys going against um, the world. Mm-hmm. And when we lost with our best college guys, we said, okay, we need some pros, and this ain't haven't been the same since. And who was the first? Uh, which one was the first pro college guys to play with the pros? Uh, Leighton, Christian Leighton, mm-hmm. the Dream Team, just like uh, Billie Jean King. And I was mentioning, but she played um, Bobby Riggs, Battle of the Sexes, mm-hmm. because everybody wants to see something like that. You mentioned Michelle Wee and Tiger Woods. I don't know why you mentioned them too, because Michelle Wee just she won major. She was more of a marketing tool. Than a winner, but she, but she had that from the age she was from the time she was twelve years old. This girl was hitting the ball three hundred yards. Mm-hmm. But you, I would have to put somebody else with Tiger Woods. Not that Michelle Wee is not it wouldn't be a good matchup, but she didn't have that. I don't think her mental. She had so much on her mind for going with her parents, her controlling her coaching, her teaching coaching, how she practiced, where she practiced, who was her on her bag. That mental state, I don't think she matched up too well with Tiger. But Annika, when she was hot, even um, shoot, even what was what was the uh, other girl name? But yeah, I would, people just want to see those type of matchups. Mm-hmm. I would be one of them. They want to see matchups like that, like the Billie Jean King and Barbara Riggs situation. Now, let's go back to the um, <clears throat> let's go back to the game. Like I said, there is a big game tonight, Duke and Wisconsin. Uh, before we get to that, real quick, I thought. Here's why I always say that these kids, high school kids, college kids, you got to have a psychological evaluation because the racial slur that Kentucky was, Andrew Harris, was that him? Mm-hmm. Andrew Harrison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I, I thought that was that goes back to what I talk about on the end. We joke about, we joke around with it. It goes back to what I said. The music you continue to listen to affects how you is. So I remember I used, didn't used to cuss until I started listening to rap music. Now, I should have my own mind. say, just don't say the cuss word. So I go to Walmart where they sell CDs that don't have cursing working. So I go get that. Then I find myself still saying the cuss word. It's what we have on TV and what we saw. It's also a culture thing. Like, I've, I've said it. I've seen, um, I've hanged around people who say it. But it's a complete difference, in, and I hear the talk. It's a complete difference of how you say it, why you say it, when you say it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. I've never heard my kids say it. These are teenagers. I've never heard my kids say it. And if I, and if I do, I'm going to break their neck. And that means there's going to be some discipline to it. I just, I really don't think it's a place for it because of how, where it comes from. But I know why it's being said. Mm-hmm. You on a big stage, and you just left. You just lost the game to Wisconsin because you yourself, like everybody, most of the people in the world thought, this will not be a tough game at all. Mm-hmm. These guys are going against these guys. The Kentucky Wildcats should win this game. It didn't happen. And a lot of things take place. It's an emotional game. You're very emotional. Your emotions are high coming off a big game like that. Mm-hmm. That's why in a locker room, professional locker room, media can't come in for 20, 30 minutes because we need time to calm down. Mm-hmm. So you don't say anything stupid, but then you go right into a press conference, Andrew Harrison, and you say under your breath, F that. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was just immature on his part. And I, and I go back it to... It was immature. And I go back to saying, you know, these kids, they're going to make mistakes because they are kids. What is he, 20 years old? I mean, they are kids. I just, I go back to that. No one's, no one's saying that this is right or that is wrong. And you can't do this, and you can't. You can do this. No one's doing that. They say, "Come play basketball." You don't give me no evaluation. No, right. no, you don't bring put nobody in front of me that I can talk to. Go play basketball. Win us a national championship. It was real immature for him to say that at that time. Um, even uh, if he didn't even say it, it, it was just bad timing for him to use that. And, and then maybe under language. his breath. And then under his breath to you know try to protect or whatever the sense is. But you know, I, I've been to a bunch of NBA games. Where actually you're watching the game and they say that right on the court. Yeah. Wow. And I think that shouldn't and be. If you sit in front row with your kids, I mean you you hear so much. Even at NFL games. Yeah. If you're down on the field, you're going you hear that language being spoke about. So it ain't I'm not defending him in any way, but I'm defending the the phrase itself. With the three words that he used. You hear that so much as in an adult world, whatever, the kids today, society today. The language that you that's being spoken, it's it's now turned into, it's not so offensive. I'm not using this offensive. It's just like saying, man, forget he, that dude. Yeah. Instead of saying forget that dude, it's an adult. If if you got to cuss and you don't word, have a much right. grasp for the English language, if you have to cuss, you you can say. Um, I mean, he didn't. It's not like you have you to say cuss. He F just him. yeah. Instead of putting the racial slur in it because it comes out so easy, mm-hmm. it just flow off the tongue. And then the racial slur, is, yeah, you're right. It's being used in today's society in a whole nother line. It's, it's, it's a racial slur when you say the word and they change the word. And, and nobody nobody knows this. Go ahead. Preach. Nobody, preach. But, but nobody knows this. Preach, preach. Up. When they take, when they when you say the word, it's a racial slur. Uh-huh. They want you to say the N-word in case somebody who's not of that color or race calls you that. And they say the N word. Well, you can't get it in court. That's not a, the N word. Is not a racial slur. The mm-hmm. word itself is. So mm-hmm. that's why they keep trying to change the word to the N word. That's why everybody's saying the N word. Mm-hmm. Like it's a. And now you say what it is. If that's what you mean to say, say what it is. So for him, it culturally, and the music we listen to is in every rap song. That's why you like guys like Will Smith who don't do stuff like that and still make great music. It is in every rap song. It it degrades, it depicts, it, and you don't know why I say it, but it's culturally said. Like I said, I've used it. I've used it. I've said it in some incidents. It, it's almost like mm-hmm. a detox and like, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to stop using that word. And again, I go back to, I said, Man, I've never heard my kids say it. Mm-hmm. Never heard them say the N word. And that's one of the things I'm proud of. But when I do, or <laughs> if I do hear them, I'm a, first thing when I'm, I do, yeah, you said it right the first yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> but first thing I'm gonna do because they're gonna get around people and they're gonna say it, and it's not like they want to say it. It's just like you know how you round somebody, you listen to music, you just pick it up. It's right. not like I'm trying to say that. Right. It's just you pick it up, and those are the words. So, but you like the music. 
but the, what got you was the beat. So what got Andrew Harrison was the was the mo the the, uh, the emotions. The emotions. What got him was the moment. He was in the moment, and mm-hmm. it just a guy who plays at a high level like he does, like the rest of those guys. Even Wisconsin, not even Wisconsin, but Wisconsin also. These guys were playing at a high level in a big game. It's not a regular season game. It's one and done. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad uh, His Frank, I'm glad Frank Kaminsky understood and knew that it was not no racial tension towards Frank Kaminsky. I don't think he Kaminsky. that on his basketball team. Oh, I guarantee you he does. On his basketball team? Not on his team, but at at University of Wisconsin, I guarantee you Wisconsin's he hears that conversation. Yeah. But, but who he's who was he hearing it from? I, I can understand There's that. There's a couple you guys that he could hear from. That he could hear from, but I'm like, I know one of those guys personally, and I know he would hear some of that stuff. Yeah, but he couldn't. That guy, you know, personally, he is not dumb enough to be in that locker room with those players. It's not being dumb enough. It's just it's being dumb enough. It's being in that moment, like you said. Oh, in in a moment, it doesn't make you dumb for for doing it. It makes you dumb for saying it. It makes you dumb for saying it. Okay. Let's cut through the chase. <laughs> it, it makes you dumb for saying it. You, it if you use that dumb. word, uh-huh. and you around, you, you, you say you're bl- so that makes him a dumb, dumb, dumb guy for life. Not, for, not for life. He's just kid. in the moment. Yeah, in the moment. That's dumb. Why would you say that? You're in a room full of that white moment's people. dumb. You're not dumb. No, not the moment. You, you know what moment you in? Okay. You know okay. what moment? You telling me you, you never know what moment you was in? No, I'm talking about you now. If I'm sitting in a press conference and I said. <laughs> If I use that you know terminology, that word that I usually say, probably say around my teammate, my friends. If I, I use that type of language around my friends and whatnot, and I say it right then and there, oh snap, that was a dumb moment. That I messed up this moment. Right. That so doesn't make me dumb. That no, makes no. That, that makes him dumb. I in made that a, moment. I had a dumb moment. You are right. You are <laughs> dumb in that moment. Not the moment. The okay, moment okay. is there for everybody. Uh, I thought you was calling him a like he's just dumb. No, he from here on out. And, Dumb Andrew Harrison. Andrew Dumb no, no, Harrison. No, because you can fix dumb. Now we can see which twin is which. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we just, your jersey number is not the right. only thing that separates you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I, you, you can do that and it, it, it would be dumb of me to say that word in a room full of white people. Unless of course, I have. But of no, course. okay, that's what I'm saying. And that's what happened. Yeah. And we were talking about the team. We were talking about Wisconsin, right? What their team look like. They have some over there, but. You know, and you saying Kaminsky could have probably heard that. I'm sure he heard it. And I asked, and I immediately asked you, from who? Like, which teammate? Because the rap music. I don't know a Pacific teammate. You know but why I like Eminem? Teammate. You know why I like Eminem? Now, because he had a dumb, he had a dumb moment. He said that word. Mm-hmm. He said that one when he first started. Eminem was a kid. Eminem makes hardcore music, intelligent rap music, and never used that word as a white rapper. Never use that word. Mm-hmm. But here, to, to me, the guy's a genius. Not because he don't use the word, but how he gets through past all that with never having to say it. I don't know if he's saying it because he he hung out with D12. Who was D12 all black? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not sure if he used that word or they allowed him. And I said allowed him to use that word or that's how they talk. But he never put that word on the airways. Mm-hmm. Never. So there's moments we all are in moments. It's mm-hmm. just what we choose to do with that moment. Me saying he's dumb. Not, I'm not saying he's dumb. I say he was dumb in that moment. Mm-hmm. Not that he's a probably intelligent kid. He's at Wisconsin. Just real quick before we pass up on this, because I know we need to move on to the next subject. But <clears throat> when, going back to what Frank, like I was saying, I'm glad he understood, you know, the and situation. Got understood the moment. And you, you know, like what I'm saying is Frank Kaminsky. He's been playing basketball for quite some time. You playing AAU. You playing high school ball. You know, you he's from Chicago. So <laughs> you know, you know, uh, yeah, he's, and, he's from and, I'm a, and I'm a stereotype right here, being but, black, and you know he's heard that, yeah. But and and then he he know he's gonna hear it in but the future. But he understood. It's before he, next year he go against KG. Oh, he gonna hear everything in the book. <laughs> KG who? Not Garnett. No, yes, that ain't Garnett. Gonna say that. Kevin Garnett ain't gonna say that. What? He ain't gonna say that on the basketball court. That don't even make sense. What? That what games you be watching? All KG whole one? career. <laughs> he was all of that. In hey, one, KG. Well, that's very my guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's very intelligent. You're right. I um, yeah. I, so Kaminsky, no, it ain't the that, last yeah. time he ain't gonna hear. He, and, and he shut on. it down because you know yeah, what? He more did shut all that nonsense down. More importantly, he got a championship to win tonight. That too. Yeah, he can't focus on that. I can't focus on that. Don't bring me any more questions to me about what he said in a game I just had. I'm done with that. You want to ask me some questions? As the Wisconsin's. Big man, ask me about Jaleel Okafor. Right, who I'm about, who's ask me about beast. this work. About who's a beast waiting to happen? And going back to that, I still got Wisconsin. Go Michigan State Duke game. 
Michigan you know, State. You know, I thought Duke. Yeah, I thought Michigan State was going to bring better effort. Off. Yeah, I thought they were going to pull it out. Honestly, because of the season they having. Because the season they having, Tom Izzo knows how to win yeah, these he, tournament yeah, games. I told you, those Big Ten teams they play that way year round. But then you get a guy about since the NCAA era or, you know, tournament era of 64 teams, the best coach that has ever coached through these moments is Coach K. So he understands it as well. He can go through a season, not win the ACC regular tournament, not win the championship tournament, the conference tournament, but still get a number one seed and still make it to the NCAA championship. uh, Those both two coaches knew the aspects of how to get to this game. And Duke just had better overall talent than Michigan State. Michigan State ran out of gas for sure. Yeah, and it, but here's 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 what it, how I think Duke won. Not just talent alone. I, I go back to their coaching. And no, their, not talent alone. And their assistant right. coaching. They don't have a strong bench or a deep bench. You know what he does? He called timeout. It seemed like he called timeout to get his boys some rest, and that's exactly what he does. <laughs> you, I, I, need to, I need to manage these timeouts I have. What do they have, six timeouts? I need to manage these timeouts I have. These boys can get some rest. So when they're on the court, they had a four-up speed all the time. Mm-hmm. And then he, have, he might have one guy, maybe two, that he can sub in. Mm-hmm. Sub in and give somebody a breather. But I think co- it, come, it came down to that coaching, kind of like Bo Ryan. These guys know how to get their players on the court and play at a high level, regardless of what the moment, the yeah. situation is. I don't need because 10 guys. I don't need 10 guys deep, Kentucky. Right. I can win with seven. I can win with six. I, and it's I, been done. I can win with six because those guys are stay highly motivated throughout a whole game process. You get a guy hot, hot on Kentucky, he got to come out because he got another McDonald's All-American coming in right behind him. And it's not like they've been playing back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. They had a week off after, mm-hmm. they beat, um, after they beat U of A, which was an emotional game. Wisconsin beat U of A. Mm-hmm. Who did they beat last? They beat, um, well, I guess it was Kentucky. Because U of A, the, the win against U of A got him to the Kentucky game. Right. Okay. And it's going to like Duke. Duke beat Michigan State. It gets them to this game, but they played somebody. Michigan State, they played somebody before that. But these coaches were ready. These coaches had their players ready they to play. They played like Gonzaga say, before it. Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. So these are like big games. And, I, and people, please don't call Gonzaga the Cinderella team again. They, they play basketball. But they've been in these big moments. They they prepare these coaches, prepare their, these kids in these moments. So when it come up again, it's not like a shocker to you. Like you said, you can use you can use seven guys to be the team full of dominance. It's just how you use your timeouts and how these guys stay motivated. And when in those kids words, stay aggressive the whole game. Frank Kaminsky was aggressive the whole game. Jaleel Okafor, Justin I didn't, I didn't Winslow. I didn't see him get tired at all. Just exactly. Because they're used to playing 20-plus minutes a night. They condition for themselves to play 20-plus minutes. When you had a team like Kentucky who's deep all the way around, I mean, those kids are only used to playing about 15 minutes tops. So you're limited of, dang, I got to get at least six shots up. If I don't get six shots up, we, we might lose. If, you know, if the boy Devin Booker doesn't get nine shots up, they're going to lose. Right. And they got a second team, so they know they – Right. These guys hanging around with That's tough. Right. That's so much pressure – of getting the shots up in 15 minutes of play rather than, okay, I got about 25 minutes. I can relax a little bit. Because we got 35 seconds to, on the shot clock. That's, that's <laughs> halfway to a minute. Yeah, that's, that's more. If, yeah. I can, if I can control that clock and my timeouts, how are you going to beat me when I got the best, mm-hmm. when I arguably has the best team on a, in a world? So Could tonight's game is going to be pretty exciting. I mean. Yeah. It's, it's a lot going on. You got tonight's game and you got opening day for the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Kwame, supposed to talk. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and finish up the show. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey! That's what's going to happen tonight. Who you got? What's Carson mm-hmm. to do? What's Carson to do? I'm taking my blue devils, devils, man. I'm taking my blue devils. I'm not supposed to. We are back. You taking the blue devils? Jaleel Okafor, player of the year. Should should have been. I was going to say. <laughs> nah, he, he he had a few games where he was out with injury, but no disrespect to Kaminsky. I think he deserved a player of the year award. Uh, but, yeah, I'm taking Duke, man. I like I so. Justice Winslow, the way he's playing right now. Playing at another level, defending really well, and like I said, big man in the middle. They played each other earlier this season in Wisconsin, and Duke won the game. And Okafor and Kaminsky was going head to head. Yeah, that was a different game. And Okafor is still that beast. It's not the same pressure. And I don't even know if guys. Some guys can handle pressure. That was a regular season game. Two can't got nothing to lose. They they didn't win. No, they, both of them had, had something to lose. Oh, okay. Wisconsin, you're you right. You're right. Wisconsin have been Wisconsin there since ain't never been right there. Right before World yeah. War Two, they ain't never been there. We was going to war when Wisconsin was there. <laughs> 1941. We was mm-hmm. on our way to war. Mm-hmm. Well, the United States was on their way to war. Yeah, me. World War Two. In the making. Born, but yeah. No, man. You you. <laughs> That was a different game in this situation. They, they go out there, Duke, because Duke is Duke, they, the whole Duke aura. But Wisconsin's not playing against any ghosts. They're playing the Duke team this year, right mm-hmm. now, tonight. Absolutely. They're not Who playing they against lost the Christian Leighton and at home. Grant Hill. Yeah. But now the we're going to the past. <laughs> now we gonna, now we gonna see. If Wisconsin, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I think I got Duke. I think I got Duke. I'll let you know somewhere during the day who I'm really going for. Maybe at the <laughs> bar or something. But look. If Wisconsin plays the way they play yeah. against Kentucky, Wisconsin wins the game by three. Oh, we're doing numbers. Oh, we're going to Vegas with this, huh? Mm-hmm. They win by three. They win on the final shot. They might win at the line. If they play. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a close it's game. It's going to be a close game. But it was going to be a close game with uh, Kentucky and Duke. Either one. It's yeah, going to be a close yeah, game right there. Yeah. I still was going to be a close game. But I'm just saying, that energy level that you speak of, if they play with that energy level for 24 minutes, they beat Duke. Sam Decker got one more game <laughs> to go off and have a big ball game. He has one more. I I haven't seen. He didn't really go off, off. He, he, oh, he kept, went off yesterday. He, yeah, he kept him there. Second half or he, oh, two days ago. He, he kept him there. Yeah, he kept him there. That's why I said, how you leave him open, Kentucky? You just think he gonna miss that shot? I mean, U of A did the same thing, and guess who back home? Both of them. Mm-hmm. So Decker got one. You know, in the past, if U of A would have got a championship, they would have won. If they would have got here, they would have won. Mm-hmm. I remember last season, man. Sam Decker had games where he just faded. He had two strong games in that third games. Where, where is he at? So I hope he don't. I hope he bring his best game tonight. Everybody, you know, you want to see the best. Best game, but he going against Winslow, who they're going to be matched up one-on-one. See, parking going to be crazy because you got opening day. Yeah, you got to get down there well, yeah, now. <laughs> right, and stay down there. I gotta the go whole down. day with the sun. <clears throat> <laughs> it's not a basketball game, man, because our, our Phoenix Suns is in 10th of the West. They're in 10th place of the West. They're 39 and 38. So a basketball game would have been good to go watch during the day, but mostly mm-hmm. baseball games are during the day. But – well, it's Open indoor. Day. I like the indoor facility, yeah. but that's the night game tonight, right? Who? I need to call somebody. I, I can get tickets from Spivey, but 
<laughs> I need to call somebody. I know somebody that Gonzo. He's hmm. in town. We gon' we gon' we gonna be in there. I'd rather be at a bar, <laughs> yeah. not the bar inside the park, right? Because uh, those drinks are arm and the leg most time toes too. Oh, but you get in the bar, we know some sweet level seats that's open. I know. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. If, I don't know if um, day one, them sweet levels gonna be know. open. They gonna fill them sweets with sponsors. Okay, yeah. They, for the first day, yeah. F- at least for the first week, and then we are gonna see where the Diamondbacks go. That, that's you look at what the Padres doing. You got the Diamondbacks, San Francisco Giants, mm-hmm. the Dodgers, and the San Diego Padres. San Diego Padres made some moves. Yeah, they got BJ. Be strong not BJ. Season. His name Melvin now. Melvin Upton. They got him. They're gonna be strong and and they spent that money all in the right place. Mm-hmm. They got some outfield guys. Mm-hmm. They got some. The pitching was not bad, but they got the best. No, well, they got one of the best upcoming pitchers. Oh, in baseball, you, you look. You yeah, well, when you look in this league, though. See, the Diamondbacks can't be where they are. They can't be where they've been. I should say that in the past three years. I thought three years ago. They was getting over that hump. Well, I thought that with the Suns also, but I thought it was getting over that hump. The Diamondbacks getting over the hump. They was gonna have a put some players out there on that diamond, and things were gonna change. You look at the Dodgers. The Dodgers still a toast of this division. Mm-hmm. Even though here's the crazy part about it. Even though the San Francisco Giants just won the World Series, mm-hmm. the World Series, and how they got in, they always come out of nowhere when they win it. I think every two years they win the World <laughs> Series. Yeah. San Francisco Giants. And then you look at their pitching. It's not, it wasn't even that dominant as it was in the past, but these guys know how to place the ball. Yeah. They know how to put you in place where you – not so much strikeout. They make you chase pitches. Or they make you – they put it in place where their defense can do the rest. Yeah. They're like the Spurs, man. Like, yeah, I, I say they like just, the Spurs or the West. Yeah, you, you have to beat them. If, if you – you want to move on if you want to win that championship, definitely out of that uh, division or the whole conference over there. You got to go through the Giants, and it's it's not easy because I can't wait to see Bumgarner. He's my early pick for <laughs> Cy Young. Is he? Yeah, oh, well, man, that's, last, that's not, that's last, not a, oh that's not a stretch, though. It's not a stretch. That's not a stretch. That's not a stretch. Are, are you messing with – wait, no, because Kershaw's go. on what? The American League. And – well, yeah, I mean, Bumgarner's a stretch. I don't know. No, he's not really a stretch, but he, yeah, he's no. a favorite, and he's my favorite. So that's – I like him winning this Cy Young. I'll wait for this week is over with, and I'll give you my uh, – give you your <laughs> I'll give you my Cy Young. No, no. My, my early Cy Young. Any World Series prediction? I mean, it's day one. Diamondbacks. <laughs> you taking the backs? I'm taking the Diamondbacks. You know who? I couldn't <laughs> hear you. You backed away from the mic. Look, that's kind of like a, a Andrews Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, <laughs> no World Series. I go, uh, yeah. Padres. Padres. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Padres. I can see that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. The San Diego Padres would be the World Series champs. No, they be in the World Series. <laughs> Don't forget about them Royals. Oh man, That's we gonna be had exciting. so much fun. I was out in Kansas too, and mm-hmm. we had so much fun when uh when they was on that little run. But they didn't lose any games until they got to the World Series, mm-hmm. which you know it was gonna happen. They was undefeated, but they just were too young. They got a young little squad. I hope they um, I'm, we going to Kansas City game this year while it's warm. Mm-hmm. Now I know I can get tickets for there. I know some. I know somebody whose dad used to pitch for them. Now I know we can do that. Mm-hmm. And we get to be in Kansas. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> and we get to be in Kansas. Because I'm supposed to go to Kansas. I'm supposed to take KJ out there to Kansas. Uh-huh. I was going to do it on 24, but I got a camp here. I got a camp. And then I don't know what to – I think the Kansas is more important. Going to, taking him to Kansas is more important. But then, uh, you know, my camp is like two days. If I can get out of the – I got to find a way to take him. <laughs> I got to find a way to take him. Because then, you know – Shoot, we go out there, we go do do a baseball game. You gotta mm-hmm. come out to the you ain't I don't know if you've been in that park yet. I never been in the state of Kansas. Maybe uh-huh. I'm I'm already drove through Kansas or you know, had the tournament or something in Kansas, but I never really been to Kansas. Well it's best to go while it's warm and the spring it was it's still some spring mm-hmm. and then you go to go down to the wheel, to the bars and all that stuff. Yeah, I always wanted to go to Lawrence. I heard about Lawrence. They say it's like Bloomington of like in Indiana. We got Bloomington where IU was at, and yeah. some of my friends from Kansas was like, "Man, Lawrence is just like this." You, but you better. It's better so off going. It's a, it's a pretty cool city. environment, right? 
Right. Early basketball season, not when it's cold and you can't really do it. And I was out there when it's cold, and I was, like I said, I came back and I said, I was standing at the Oriole down by the stadium. They built everything. I had to find my way around. It's been so long when I've been there. When mm-hmm. I got there, you know, everything was still there, but it was changed up. They had different routes to get to certain places. But I was there when the recruits were coming in. When they had these six, eight guys and six, mm-hmm. ten guys was coming in, I'm checking in. <clears throat> And you know when you recruit, they got the coach with you, and mm-hmm. he, he's checking your room, checking you in, you and your family, and all that stuff. Man, these guys, I'm like, if they come to Kansas, Kansas will win. <laughs> <laughs> I said, if these guys come to Kansas, they will win. How you be that tall? And, mm-hmm. and but you know, those they, same guys walking in Kansas hallways, walking in Kentucky, walking right. in Duke, the same ones, <laughs> and the same ones. And then why not take that visit? Because there's no guarantee they're gonna oh, come. Yeah, no why doubt. not take that visit? They was in a bookstore because the Orion. You walking in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Front desk right in the front, bar to the left, bookstore to the right. They mm-hmm. was in the bookstore cleaning up, getting all the gear. Because then, because <laughs> they had that March Madness thing. Not March Madness, but they had that Midnight, midnight Madness. Midnight Madness mm-hmm. that oh, night. Yeah. So you just got to, I mean, you say it's like Bloomington, but it's, you got to go doing basketball season. Football season's not even bad either, but you got to be early games. Oh, yeah. Or spring break. Mm-hmm. Not spring break, but spring training. When they, not baseball spring training, but spring training where, uh, Practice. Yeah, like spring football. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No, I agree. I agree. It's the same deal in Indiana, so I agree. Yesterday, your boy played Easter. The return. PG. Superstar. He ain't no superstar. Paul I, George, I, PG I 13. I wish First time was. wearing 13. He PG came back, 13. man. He looked good. I said, I didn't see good. it. I saw the number. I said, damn, he put up, he put up 13 points. He put up 13 PG-13, I mean, come on. He put 13 points in 15 minutes, which is very efficient. It gets the Miami Heat, and you know they're in a the playoff battle. Right. They won the game 112-89. I mean, he didn't show out 30 points. You know, Paul George that you, you know, that you, you know he's capable of. I'm a Paul George fan. I he, was just he was afraid, efficient. I was just afraid to him uh, getting hurt. That's all. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But, but like, again, I say. But everybody's not Derrick Rose. I think so many people are so used to seeing superstar well, guy go there. out. Then once he comes back, he's injured right away. Let's take our time. Yeah, but like, I rather injury. take our time with Paul George. He had a compound. His leg was broken. We had we seen that other he broke, incident. Yeah, he broke his rubbing my legs mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it was. Yeah, he broke it. And Not but the thing was, he nothing broke in the in the ankle. Nothing broke in the knee. So therefore, you just put a rod, a steel rod in there. Yeah. You work it out. You can dish. But that's it. what I said. Mm-hmm. I want him to come back. But as a fan. I, I'll just sit out. Mm-hmm. But he knows his body. His team knows his body. Yeah, he had no. a he had a little flat tire incident on a fast break, which kind of scared me. Like, oh, you know, it was. He probably scared everybody. But then Scola had the little tip in rebound. I was like, ooh. But <laughs> you know, it was just like Paul, like the old Paul George would have, you don't know, windmilled it. Yeah, you know, and it was just like I don't think he, he got to the rim so fast. He just didn't know which what he wanted to do. He, he didn't know how great a shape he was in. He thought he was gonna come back exhausted. He, mm-hmm. I mean, he probably was, but because he's playing against. He plays against one of the teams that used to keep them out of the playoffs. Yeah, he played against the team last team he lost to. <laughs> yep. Before, you know, the summer incident. So, coming back against Miami on Easter holiday and, mm. and you know, he was just really efficient. You could tell he had to – his jumper, his jump shot ain't went nowhere. I think it actually got better the way his form looked. I think he really put that time in. Well, he, wasn't, he wasn't sitting around now. He was, he was hitting He was jumpers. always – yeah. Since day one when he was standing – uh, during their photo shoot time, I was like, what is he doing? You know, at the time, we was talking about that white. Why is he? Why are you up on that leg? Mm-hmm. But that's because you, when you like somebody, you you want, you want trying to cut them from afar. <laughs> Absolutely. Why are you standing up on that leg? Why don't you sit down somewhere? <laughs> you trying to show everybody you come on? But that's, but that's what athletes do. Mm-hmm. Well, you ever been hurt? I've been hurt before, and I had mm-hmm. to show the coach that I can run or I can walk. Regardless of how painful it was, I had to show them so I can get on the field. And sometimes you got to find those coaches and those trainers who can protect you from yourself because you want to be out there. Mm-hmm. It was good to see. It was good to see him back and hit and do what he just did and hitting those points in that amount of time twelve, thirteen points in fifteen minutes. That, that is that is balling right there. Yeah, it's just very efficient. They, I mean, it's always it's the game one. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of emotion behind that and be in front of the home crowd. So I just want to see how he finishes out this week. And you know, we also talked about. You know, it's just great timing for him to come back into it with them playoffs. fighting for a playoff mix. 
And, you know, I think, I I really believe it's it was great for him to, to come back now. Because, you know, no matter, no matter if you win or lose, you get some gains under your belt going with into the, the leg. Season. Going into the new season, going to the off season. But at the same time, you make the playoffs, you're going to have that gain of confidence back. Like, okay, I can play. You know, I'm here now. So let's see, let's see what this thing is about. Right. Well, we're running out of time with the show. But, yeah, I, I like to see him come back strong. Uh, who doesn't want to see a guy who went through an injury like that come back? Because he's had the same injury two years ago on the collegiate level. Uh, I think that guy transferred mm-hmm. out of – I think it was he in Louisville. To, he was in Louisville. Yeah, he went, to, he went from Kevin Ware. Right. Went from Louisville to Georgia State, who made the tournament. They had that crazy coach, Ron Hunter. And uh, they, they ended up winning the game against Baylor and then went home the next day against Xavier. Yeah, that was so. a big win, too. A huge win. That was a big win for them. Georgia State, and they had that guy transferring out of there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we got to get out of here. It is a Monday, opening day, Diamondbacks, everybody in Arizona. Go check them out. Come on down. Who cares what record they were last year? They got a whole new coaching staff, general manager. Right, they do. They got a uh, whole new staff. Stewart, you'll find us down in uh Spivey said he Coastal. believed in him, so I'm going to believe in him as well. He He's said it a while ago. Spivey biased, but he is good. He's a real <laughs> deal. He keep it real. He might say the N-word a couple times. I Maybe, I don't know. Kwame uh, Lachey Sports Talk, Demi Lachey. We're going to get out of here and talk to you guys tomorrow. Actually, I'll be in Houston, so I'll be calling in. We out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Hi, I'm Sam Nussbaum, WellPoint's Chief Medical Officer. We proudly support the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together to provide children with a healthier start in life. Visit marchofdimes.org. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. If the financial markets interest you, if you want to potentially earn a higher return, if you're not satisfied with your investment returns, or if you're only making 1% on your investments sitting in the bank, do you see the stock market hitting record highs but feel you have no one to trust? Voice America's own Jordan Kimmel, the host of Magnet Investing for over seven years, is applying his strategies of magnet investing and is managing individual accounts. Jordan Kimmel has joined InvestView, the Red Bank, New Jersey Investment Education and Asset Management 
firm, and his team can help you. Contact Jordan and the team at InvestView at 732-380-7271 or by email at jkimmel at investview.com. If you would like a complimentary portfolio review or to speak to a representative, call us. Past performance of investments are not indicative of future results. Investing is inherently risky. All recommendations should be researched by the investor. Call InvestView at 732-380-7271. That's 732-380-7271. Lockdown Coverage. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. 